Hey, this is Mike Bob, and I'm a guy who used to make things, and sometimes I still do. These days, I prefer making podcasts, and I have a new one called Soundtrack to My Life. On this podcast, I talk to different creative people about the music that shaped them. Sometimes the conversations are funny, and sometimes they're just kind of sweet. I love that Pina Colada song. Yeah, I do. Rihanna has had a huge impact on my songwriting. I'm diving into the ocean, finding that one fish that has the toxins, and I'm just drinking those toxins all day. Maybe they're saying, like, you should now go forth and rock. It's like a peace be with you situation. I also have a playlist called F Jams. One and two. Just in case. We danced to a jazz version of my favorite things. Soundtrack to my life. It's available exclusive on Spotify. It's a exclusive. I'm going to try to make that word take off. It's a music plus talk show, meaning I can play songs in their entirety. So think of this as an interactive playlist with some of the coolest creative people I know. And you should know, too. Soundtrack to my life. A Spotify exclusive. couple of robins here yeah <laughs> welcome to bat's breath a podcast about voyagers i am mike bobbit and with me as always bob wick how's it going bob doing well how you been i'm doing really well i'm excited for this one because i watched the episode last night as opposed to when we did the first episode when i watched <laughs> the episode <laughs> weeks prior so i remember uh, this one a bit better i i beat you uh i watched it until like it ended five minutes before i clicked on the zoom so we could record Ooh! so oh, it yeah. is super fresh in your head but you have not had time to process all their intricacies and nuances there is a lot to process yeah wow <laughs> so uh, this episode was called created equal Mm -hmm. And I like what they did that both the A story and the B story touch on slavery, but different sides of slavery. Yeah. It starts off in ancient Rome where uh, we have to help Spartacus raise a slave rebellion. And then they end up jumping to Missouri where uh, they have to try to help Harriet Tubman escape so she can uh help start the underground railroad yes we're hitting all aspects of slavery here okay a again this is not like an aaron sorkin type show but for the 80s 
still pretty good. Yeah, right? I was very surprised. Um, obviously, the Harriet Tubman stuff was a lot more tame in the 80s yeah. than you would see on network television nowadays, where right. I, I kind of got scared, where I was like, oh, please don't say the <laughs> word. <laughs> don't say the oh. word. <laughs> or any historical cousins of the word you know yeah like, yeah yeah because that used to be like the thing like we're well we're not using the 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 most inappropriate we're using a slightly but still inappropriate yeah i remember when i was in fifth grade the blue and the gray miniseries came out and we ended up getting like um annotated scripts and we were reading it in fifth grade and that has the word. And if my memory is right, I ended up playing the Warren Oates character, who I believe was like a Southern general. And I think I had the word, but I think we were given the option of like, hey, if you don't want to say the word, don't say the word. And yeah. I couldn't see me saying the word. I've, yeah, I, I don't I know I wouldn't have said the word. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Beth's Breath is called wow. The Word. The Word. <laughs> Which, of course, we're talking about Greece, right? Middle-aged white guy. <laughs> yep. Well, the word is Greece. Greece is the word. Greece. It's the time. Yeah. It's the place. It's the motion. <laughs> yeah. A couple of theater nerds. Just, yeah, yucking it up. I, I do want to share this little anecdote about the show. When it started and it was Gladiators, I said to my wife, I said, uh, tell me, Joey, do you like gladiator movies? Uh. <laughs> and the kid who plays young Slam, Sam Clemens in the Harriet Tubman story is oh, Rossi yeah. Harris, who played Joey in Airplane. That is where I recognized him. Uh, that was driving me crazy. I'm glad you said that. Yep. Like, How do I know this kid? He, he looks slightly older. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. A year, like, but like, yeah. Airplane came out in eighty, and so it was yeah. shot in seventy nine, and this came out in eighty two. So yeah, a couple yeah. years older. Well, he looks a little different without the big collar on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how weird is that? That that is no. That he's in a, his breakout role is having you know Peter Graves say, "Do you like movies about gladiators?" And then two years later, he's in a TV show about gladiators. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing now. He's still acting. Really? Yeah. Not, you know, as much, but yeah, he's still working in show business a little bit. Um, a lot of, uh, I mean, he didn't work really in the nineties at all. He was in like a couple movies, but, uh, yeah, he's in shorts and, um, he's directing as well too. Um, you know, that weird meme Momo that, uh, it's like a distorted woman's face type thing. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, so he's directed a horror short uh, called What is Momo that came out five years ago. So he's still active in show business. All right, good for yeah. Good for good you. Man. Yeah. Good for, way to do it. Yeah. He has an official website, apparently. So good going, Rossi Harris. <laughs> Yeah. Is it just RossiHarris.com? The official, official sponsor of this episode. Yeah. For all your Rossi Harris needs, it's Ross Angeles. Oh, it looks like he does pretty stunning photography, too. 
I thought you said like he builds his own websites. So <laughs> Maybe he's really good on Squarespace. <laughs> uh, this looks like it might be a Squarespace site. It's uh, yeah, he does very stunning photography. Huh? Which coincidentally, so does Mino Paluche. That was I told you earlier that I learned how to pronounce his name for sure. Oh yeah, and it was because I saw a video of him actually at an art gallery talking about his photography. A couple of kids who grew up to be photographers. <laughs> That's awesome. Rosangeles.net. If you want to see the kid from airplanes photography, I kind of do. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, he has a good eye. I like it a lot. Well, if we do 300 episodes, uh, I'll see, if I can afford it, uh, I'll see if I can get you some of his art. <laughs> the tv show only has 20 episodes see that's how, that's how good i am <laughs> <laughs> all right we're visiting episode two uh created equal for the third time yes <laughs> so harriet tubman was played by faye hauser who also went to michigan i can't remember if it's michigan state or u of m uh, uh michigan state if, it, if she went to the same school as our, uh the main character yeah, John Eric Hexum. Um, yes. Nope, she went to U of M. Oh. Oh. Uh, wow. Or at least her daughter went to U of M. You think they fought on set because of that? Oh, they have to fight on set. Well, yeah. like not fight, but you know, a little rivalry. You know. Yeah. Some 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 fun bets going mm-hmm. on. Just some paper football. Yeah. yeah. And she is married to Lewis Price from The Temptations. Oh, cool. Yeah, another uh, Detroit. An original Temptations or one of those guys who are in the Temptations now? I think he's one of the original members. Okay. Yeah, I'm not as up on the Temptations. I'm I'm not up on on Motown as much as I wish I was. You know, I didn't go to the Motown Museum until I was like in my 30s. I still haven't been. (gasps) I'm such a fraud. Oh! I I don't know why. Me and, well... Honestly, we were, we were, uh, my girlfriend's really big into music. She's a musician. <laughs> she does musical improv. And it was like one of our, you know, couples trips we we're going to take. And then the pandemic. So I blame the pandemic. So why is it when we're looking for improvisers for the second segment of our podcast, you never say, hey, my girlfriend's in the next room? <laughs> I don't think our internet can handle it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, and honestly, she also. I'm such a bragger. She also teaches yoga when we record. So she's in the other room teaching a class. So oh. this is how I get out of doing yoga. Oh, <laughs> I downloaded the DDP yoga app at the oh, beginning of the great. year and yeah. subscribed to it and used it for like a couple of days. And then I ended up having a hernia at the beginning, oh of, at the end of the year. And, um, and I should stick with it, but because I had I had surgery on my hernia, so there's really no oh. reason for me to not be as out of shape as I, I am. Have the DVDs uh, because I bought it off of like uh, uh, the Facebook Marketplace. They were uh, super inexpensive. Yeah, and his energy is amazing. Yeah, it really is. So yeah, I wish I was ripped like uh, John Eric Hexum. Uh, oh, don't we this, all? Yeah. He, um, I also watched an old Merv Griffin, Merv Griffith interview with him and, uh, like the audience were just swooning over him and man, he, uh, it's a shame that he's not with us anymore because, uh, right. he was very charismatic on panel and, you know, he's, he's a dreamboat. Yeah. He's a dreamboat. And to the point where 
his stunt double in the gladiator fighting scenes in this is clearly not nearly as fit as him. That is my second favorite stunt double next to the guy who had to wear the bad wig driving the chariot. (laughs) Yeah. It looked like a, it, it looked like, um, Deep Roy from the um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory remake wearing a really bad Afro wig was supposed to be Jeffrey at the end. Like, it looked like an old dude. It It looked like someone made their own uh, Garfunkel costume for Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Out of stuff they had around the house. Like, they couldn't... (laughs) Yeah, like, they weren't even trying to hide the fact like the faces oh, no. of the stunt doubles. Well, and I, I wonder if it was yeah. because of standard definition television where they were just like, hey, you're not going to be able to see like, in 1080p. Who's going to freeze this? Like, you know, like- <laughs> right. The stunt doubles in this episode were not good. I did like all the stock footage, though. To, um, we, it's so amazing. Like, usually that would bump me, like having two styles of, of production in the uh-huh. same. <laughs> yeah. and, it's same, and it's so obvious like they don't this i think this is what i like about voyagers the most like they don't try to hide anything like no. hey we're telling a story uh we're, we're using all the spare parts mm. Enjoy. we are not going to spend let's see it would be 80 dollars nowadays per person for central casting we are <laughs> not going to have any extras at all because no. we're just going to cut to the stock footage uh and have a lot of extras so anytime we see any of the principal cast it is just the principal cast right Uh, and it's amazing like i don't remember having too many television shows that were over 25 minutes you know back in the day yeah so this being 45 minutes plus it is just amazing so i wonder if this is the best they can do that length of time or i don't know yeah um really well written yeah and competently directed. The director yeah. is Virgil W. Vogel, and he did a lot of like television westerns um, in like the 60s and stuff. So what I thought was kind of neat was he ended up taking all these character actors that he had worked with yeah. 20 years prior and was just yeah. like, hey, uh, you guys want me to help you pay your SAG dues this year? So uh like Ed Bakey, who plays the gambler Bastain, is, yeah. you know, in all of those, like he worked with the director a lot back in the day. And oh. I, I yeah. really all like that bad. when people, yeah. yeah, I love it when people kind of choose to work with the same people again. And I, I, yeah. I love that. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm like a big Kevin Smith fan because yeah. of that story. Like I, his quality has gotten, you know, you, gone down but like yeah. man he's like he stays with muse like uh, uh, you're, you're gonna see the same people doing having fun yeah i love that oh yeah on one of our first dates allison and i were at a uh comic book convention and i was um the mc for an award ceremony and brian o'halloran was there okay and uh there was an open bar and allison had too much to drink so uh dante from clerks and i took turns holding allison's hair back while she got rid of how much she had to drink but you know great guy like he's still on facebook tells allison happy birthday every year and you know was you know he's just a guy who liked to act and got lucky that he you know did this 
local dude's film and you know he does a lot of theater and very cool guy yeah out of that ensemble he had the best like comedic timing i thought yeah yeah he really did yeah Yeah. he had some chops yep so you like this episode too yeah me too i am bummed that lee hamilton who played octavia the love interest of the week died suddenly and and young in 2012. It didn't really say how, but it did say that she was surrounded by friends and family and she had gotten, she left acting to get into the art world and had her own gallery in the Pacific Palisades. And um, it sounds like she was a really cool lady based on the stuff that I read about her uh, in her obituary last night. She looked familiar. Like, have we seen her in other things? I I didn't recognize her no. in a, anything I, else. But to be honest, almost everybody in this episode looked familiar. Like yeah. the, the the first gladiator, the one that gar- like, you know, barked. Uh that oh, guy, yeah. I know I've seen him everywhere. Like, I saw him in this um Henry Thomas, Dabney Coleman movie called Cloak and Dagger. Do you remember that movie at all? It's like Dabney Coleman plays Henry Thomas's from E.T.'s dad, and he also plays his imaginary friend. Hmm. Yeah, so that actor, uh, Tim Rosovich, is in that. But yeah, he's definitely one of those guys who plays a lot of bad guys. Uh, he was a professional football player for the Philadelphia Eagles and um, Houston Oilers and the San Diego Chargers, and then he ended up just kind of getting into acting when his football career ended yeah um, th- this this show just has a good vibe to it in the people who participated it also yeah have, like, yeah uh, it's a very charming show and maybe it's just because we didn't have tmz and stuff like that back then right. so we don't really know any dirt about it but yeah i mean it it seems wholesome and the muckraking I'm doing, I'm not really finding any drama or anything about it. It just seemed like a fun show. I, I like the ending where Mina Paluche encourages kids to go to the library if they want to learn more about yeah. characters. And that is something I do remember about the show. Like that was a weekly thing. And I think that used to be something that happened a lot. Like during 80s TV shows, like... Yeah, like the little PSAs built in. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the little girl, Robin Ignacio, auditioned for the role of Annie, but did not get it. But she does play one of the orphans in the Annie movie. And that's really her only other substantial acting role. This, like the first episode, is one of those, you know, character actors who's who that I like (laughs) so much. Me too. Um, the um, Ian Abercrombie, who ended up playing uh, by Tate, uh, <laughs> not Cicero, but the other old dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, he's in Army of Darkness. Hey, oh, another, really? Mi- another Michigan connection, Sam Raimi. Huh. Yeah. So he plays the old kind of sage in the movie that tells Ash what to do to get back to his regular time. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. We're two episodes in and I'm still enjoying the show. I am. It's, it's a charming show. It's, it's well-written. I mean, pretty brave of them to under second episode. Uh, well, I don't know how brave it is, but it's it, to tackle races or slavery. And yeah. episode two is like, wow. All right. Uh, you're saying you're setting a pretty high, high, Far from my expectations now yeah for for 80s i thought they did really well you know yes. i i don't i try not to i'm trying not to watch this with the magnify like the the 2020 magnifying glass on it and like well because there were some moments like if you want to do 
the overall arc of, you know, thank God for white men, you know, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, without Spartacus, you know, no one would ever be inspired to to, to rise up against slavery or uh, right. And he was helped by another white guy and a white kid, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can pretend that none of that happens. Right. There's no white saviors in it. Um, yeah. It was co-written by a guy named Nick Feel, who is still writing for television. Um, he was a, a writer and co-executive producer on the television series Elementary, which is the um, oh, American Sherlock like, show. Yeah, Favorite show, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, he's, he's a guy who's been writing since uh, the 70s. So, wow. you know, a guy whose career has spanned uh, four or five decades now. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Get on him. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, I'm hoping we stick with this caliber like i didn't really yeah. notice a huge drop off in production value a little no. bit of a production a little bit from the pilot um yeah. you know ancient rome was pretty much two sets <laughs> well that's the thing i noticed like well at least in the pilot they did a lot of open space so you know they're on a hill or you know yeah you, you can that's a little easier to to camouflage like uh the production compared to like the backdrops and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure where this one was filmed. This was definitely not shot on the back lot of universal studios. Like um, the first episode largely was, I wonder if there is a filming location listed for yeah. this one. Um, well, it says universal studios, but well, I don't even know been. where you could have a riverboat there. And um <laughs> The riverboat stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, they did have the outside. Yeah, I wouldn't think that was a soundstage or anything, but it could have been like a, a Bobolo boat type situation. Yeah, maybe it was, you know, <laughs> at Six Flags or, you know, right. um, I was looking at the background and I don't think they could have shot this at like Disney, at Disneyland and, you know, hid yeah. the background. So uh must have been a riverboat someplace, you know, yeah. be interesting to find out. Uh, so, yeah, two down, two 18 down. more to go. I'm I'm on board. I really I am. Uh, again, like again, I'm, you know, part of this this journey we journey. Uh, part of <laughs> this, this voyage. This, this oh god, yeah, it was a snake would have bit me. Uh, <laughs> was to like dip into something nostalgic and even like you said, like we recognize almost everybody. Like this is all a big part of our childhood. Even like the you know, go to the library if you want to learn more about slavery, like lines. It's just, oh man, this is yeah. so freaking eighties. Like, yeah. And some of the best stuff from the eighties as far as content. So I'm, I'm enjoying this. Your girlfriend, at least on Facebook looks a lot younger. Oh, so much way. younger. Yeah. So, no, did no. Did you watch this with her or because my wife is 11 years younger than I did. And my wife did not enjoy this as much as you and I are. She was interested. She, uh, okay. I, I, I forgot. It reminded her of a show she used to watch. I can't remember the name, but it was something similar. And oh, okay. She, uh, she didn't, she didn't sit down and invest herself, but she was like, eh, yeah, she didn't shake her fist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I forced the family to watch this last oh. night. <laughs> so, um, 
let's improvise a scene from this. You found an improviser this week who actually yes. is in our ballpark age-wise and yeah. remembers the show. So uh, when we come back, who are we going to be joined by? Uh, Cincinnati's own Dave Powell. Ooh, I'm excited. So stick around, bats breathers, bat breathers. <laughs> stick around, voyagers. <laughs> Breathers. <laughs> I was trying to mark Marin. Trying to I, come up with something clever. I thought you were going for Batman. Stay tuned, Bat. Or almost like, oh, oh, or Stan Lee. Hey there, true believers. <laughs> Excelsior. Um, now I can't cut that out. <laughs> so I could. There could have been a hard edit there that just said so. Stick around, Voyagers. But instead, we're gonna have all of that nonsense thank you for putting up with me bob i i'm loving this this is a great way to spend a tuesday all right when we come back we'll be with dave powell so how does a podcast about a very little known show from the (laughs) 80s start bob and i do a recap of the episode and then we bring an improviser on to improvise a scene based on the episode. But very loosely based on Yeah, but very loosely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I actually remember, vaguely remember watching the show and loving it and then, like, it going away. Like, it only lasted, like, a season, right? It and only this... lasted 20 episodes. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, why it's perfect for me and Bob, who we really don't know each other very well. So I figure we can at least fake that we like each other. And by that, I mean, Bob can fake liking me because I'm a stand-up comedian and oh. who likes us? Ugh. Fake liking is a two-way street, sir. It goes both ways. <laughs> yeah, but you're a delight. Ah, oh. oh, stop. You remember all the names. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will try as fake laugh as much as possible then. Dave and Mike, do you guys know each other? Have you ever met? No. No. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I, well, I put you in the category of old school, like, uh, Second City guys. So I just figured, like, you knew each other. That's- oh, I saw, Dave, you're in Ohio now. So I didn't know that you were up here at one point in time. Yeah, I um, I was in Second City from like 03 to 06-ish, oh, okay. roughly, like around that time. Yeah. It's um, about the same as me. The people I was in class with were like Tim McKendrick, Soren Choksi, and um, like those type of those oh, people. Oh, you know Choksi. Yeah, yeah no Choksi, awesome. yeah. Yeah, yep. I love that guy. I'm yep. so happy that he's uh, gotten a bit of heat. A yeah. little bit. A little yeah. simmer. A little simmer. Yeah. More than a lot of people. And that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, it's awesome. Yeah. It, he was, he came through town a few years ago. He actually happened to be in Cincinnati and got to catch up oh. with him. But yeah, it's oh. been a while since so I've talked to that guy. I know it, it makes you doubt whether or not I am a stand up comedian, that I am being legitimately happy for one of my peers and not just like, <laughs> yeah. why is he getting something I'm not? <laughs> oh, oh, what does he do that's so good? Yeah. Did you guys um, ever I, hear I, the story about the time uh, Tommy Leroy's son heckled Chauncey at Go? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. No, uh, I forgot what the joke was. Johnson was setting up a joke and Cole just happened to be in there and he's like two. He, he probably knows three words. And one of them is no. And just the way he said, like, 
the delivery, the 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 timing, everything just it, it just shut him down. It was hilarious. <laughs> Ooh. The mouth of babes. It's on video. I, I recorded it somewhere. I, <laughs> oh I think it's like, well, I mean, yeah. I record everything. It's yeah, uh, it's a curse. <laughs> That's hysterical though. Oh man, it was so good. I, 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 all you could do is laugh. It's like, oh man, I just got I just got creamed by a child. <laughs> one of my favorite better words. <laughs> one, one of my favorite compliments after a show was actually a four-year-old walking up to me and going "funny" and just walking away. And I was like, "Well, I must." Be. Yeah, and it was the finger that sold it. Like, this. I love that. It's funny. Uh, oh, oh, still to this day. Now, Mike, I trust you're a stand-up. By the way, you're holding your microphone right now. Yeah. That looks very much like a stand-up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to do this. This is so weird. Yeah. So uh, what era would you like to do a scene from, Dave? Um, I, th- I, I feel like Spartacus seems... Um, Though, God, doing something on a steamboat could be fun. Uh, my... I, you're like, I really thought, like, ooh, slavery. Mm, yeah, let's ooh, do a like... steamboat. Let's do a steamboat. That yeah. could be fun. Yeah. 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 The the modern Mississippi River. Oh. <laughs> no, no, don't go with that voice. That, <laughs> no. That actually no? turned I felt like I was going like Tom Sawyerish, and I was like, whoa, no, that I mean, the way I didn't yeah. expect it. I yeah, mean, it was just yeah. Southern. Yeah. Yeah. But, you yeah. can do Southern. You're allowed to do Southern. Yeah. It flirts. Yeah. My I'm dad on, was I'm from Hannibal, board. Missouri, which is oh, yeah? where um, part of this episode takes place. Oh, yeah. awesome. Hannibal. Yeah. That's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. So this is my imitation of a Missouri accent. Um, I'm disappointed in you, and I wish you had stuck with college <laughs> instead of doing this comedy. <laughs> How do you expect to make ends meet? Oh, oh even I'm crying Ooh, on the inside yeah. now. Uh. I'm going to die without making amends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Yeah. You know what, though, I feel like even how terrible the economy, COVID, and the pandemic is, I feel like it's calling bull on everyone's expectations of everything. Like, right. I literally feel like it showed like how mean and just greedy the capitalist society was. And to be like, oh, no, we're just here to grind up that machine. That's all that matters. <laughs> so I'm fighting that, Dad. We all need help at this time. And hey, I Dad, do you know back. how cheap you know how cheap gas is when we all don't go to work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm contributing to that. Yeah. My dad's one of those guys who will drive, like legit, will drive 10 minutes out of the way to get like 10 cents off of per gallon and then and then brag about it i'm like yeah listen i don't want to brag but i'm a member of marathon so i get four cents off every gallon right now nice nice uh, i'm a costco so i go oh okay well i have to wait 40 minutes in line to get my <laughs> <laughs> whatever I saved uh, I burned off and waited oh yeah gas. oh yeah well at least I get to listen to a podcast a full one <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to speed it up I, no, I no this is real time baby <laughs> this is the voice you know <laughs> oh my god oh, all right wow. let's jump right. into it So, uh, Dave, uh, 
this uh, this riverboat uh, get good mileage? I mean, I know you've been commuting on it for quite some time. Uh, this uh, boat gets a uh, great mileage. It's uh, upriver. It gets two knots. Downriver, it gets five knots. You just held up four fingers, though. I feel I, like uh, well, I feel like it, maybe you're embellishing. Well, uh, if you noticed, I don't have a thumb on this finger, oh. so it's. It, it, it's four with one hand, and I usually go up with the pinky to get that fifth in there. I do remember that. That was you lost that in a card game. That was when I, I won Bob. Uh, like Bob, I I know you're very weird about this, but uh, you're my property now. Yeah. And um, uh, I, I, the least you could do is remind me about Dave's thumb. Okay, I don't understand my responsibilities as someone who is owned by you yeah you're my property that's a title that's a title that it doesn't have like i don't understand the job dude bob they've lost a thumb for you i i I know i maybe you should show a little bit of i don't know i mean he upped the bet to you and all i was able to up the bet was my thumb and i lost the hands yeah and it was his right thumb and he's right-handed i didn't also lose the entire hand. I just lost the thumb, but the hand was the cards. Guys, right. you yeah. don't have to explain to me the situation. I appreciate the situation. That's why I'm asking, what do you want from me? Because I I feel bad. I feel bad now that, that Dave can no longer play golf like he used to. Well, I mean, Dave, I, I don't mean to pour salt in the wound, but you were never that good of a golfer. <laughs> like, yeah, let's... but when I had taken the riverboat over the ocean and went to Scotland and played at St. Andrews and came back, I was hooked. Yeah. Yeah, he used to tell that story all the time, and now... And it's all my fault. It, well, fault. no. So what I mean... the least I can do to replay him is do a good good job. Bob, it's kind of like having a street named after you. It's, it's sort of just a title and an honor. Like... You get to be owned by me, and we get to steamboat pool to work on Dave's steamboat because you're my property. And Bob, I know your property, but I want you to recognize my humanity. I do. I don't feel like you do. Like I, 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 I I'm, I'm trying to say what you guys want to hear because I think that's part of no, the job. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. You're still you. You're just owned by me. Let's make it interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's make this interesting. Bob? Yeah? If you remember my middle name, then I will get my thumb back that Mike just wears on a necklace right in front of me. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Then what are you putting on this? Because I like my thumb necklace. I will put my other thumb up on for it. Deal. Come on, Bob. You can do this. Oh. I want to say Jamiroquai. Uh, don't, I don't want you to say that. Guess again. Why, Clef? No, don't, don't think about hip-hop artists of the future. Think about... I, uh, I want to say... Ooh... Play. It is who! It is who! Who oh. is my middle name? Ah! Oh. Now what am I gonna? How that am I gonna get to sleep tonight without my thumb necklace? 
What do you think I was suckling on to get to sleep? Great. Well, now Dave is okay. stuck well, with I'll, a pruny I'll, thumb. You know, I, okay, I, I, I can fix this. I can fix this. I will bet you my thumb, but I'm not sure what I want. No one wants your thumb? You can make a necklace out of it. I, I could make a necklace out of you. I own you. Yeah, you all, all of me. Like, you can't take me apart. Can well, you? I guess we figured out one of your first jobs. I need to suck in your thumb at night. That's all you wanted? Yeah. I mean, now. Well, now that I you wish, couldn't. I wish you would just have asked me in the first place. Oh. I can't fall asleep unless someone's sucking on my thumb. Oh. Yeah, you guys got a perfect relationship. I used to suck on my own thumb, but, you know, and then I lost all my teeth. When I got the, the, the wooden dentures, it, I used to end up with slivers in my thumb. It, it was a whole thing. So now I, I, it's so I, hard. I feel like I want to make this institutionalized slavery thing official. And, I mean, I got this, got this ring that I won in a card game from Ed. So here, let, let me get down on my knee. Bob, would you yes. marry me? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, I, really? Yes, of course. I, I'm the captain of this boat. I can marry you now. I was just about to ask. Oh, but Dave, you know what? do you yes. read to make it official? Official? Do you remember both of our middle names? Ooh, ah, uh, yes, uh, you got it. Ooh, and yeah, ah, uh, ooh, he's ah. Yes, guys. Well, I know. Pronounce you husband and husband. Okay. Well, that was delightfully weird. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I haven't improvised in a while with the zoo, man. It's ooh, ooh. Yeah. Well, it's so weird. Like I've never just did a talking head on purpose. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this was a fun one. Uh, if you're liking the show, check us out on Facebook and uh, let us know what you uh, remember and liked about Voyagers. Yeah. <laughs> nice input. Nice yes and there. <laughs> I agree. Join us. <laughs> I didn't realize you were doing it at the time. <laughs> I'm very efficient. <laughs> you didn't give me like a five, four, three. It was like, yeah, tell um, us about your 80s experience. Uh, is this yeah. the way you remember the show? Yeah. Like to hear it. Does it meet your expectations? And what other yeah. shows from the era should we maybe uh, – Think about discussing. Oh, I love that. Yes, please, please. We want recommendations.